when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. This could be like a, uh, a wine bar where like you come in and you, you tell me a little about what you're like and I, and I give you some headphones that just you know hug your head perfectly. Oh. That's what happens at a wine bar, right? No, no, wait. I'm a headphone sommelier. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what you're trying to say. Uh huh. So, it, does it depend on what podcast you're doing, or does it depend on what you're eating? The pairing. Um, I think. Well, I, it depends on the shape of your head. I mean, I'm also oh. a licensed um, phrenologist. Is that um, a head? Is that a, a head shape? Yeah, it's someone who who like uh, feels the bumps on your head and tells your fortune. Oh, I think that's a good word. Um, Phrenologist. Now that I say that, I think maybe that's not the right word. Well, <laughs> we won't look it up. We'll just forget about it. Um, I'm totally gonna look it up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you great. know how I am. Um, there's, there's also, there's also one that like. Uh, You're right. I don't know if that's the same as as the thing that means like measuring people's heads for like. Uh, horrible racist pseudoscience oh, reasons. Oh, now you're that's why you got nervous. Right. Yeah, Viennese physician Franz Joseph Gall, aka huge ass racist. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I that's not me. <laughs> I'm I'm just like the fun fortune teller. Let's keep type. talking about yeah. this, Matthew. Uh-huh. Tell me all about it. <laughs> Anywho, Anything about syphilis you want to tell me about? Some studies oh, that they did. Oh, I want to tell you so much about syphilis. Okay. Hey, um, you had a story to tell me, but oh yeah, I'm, I was uh, on the way home from the from the tea place just now uh, to come here for book club. Uh, I overheard like two construction guys talking, and one said, uh, "That guy's dad sells a million dollars of crack a day." Whoa. And I'm like, whoa. whoa. And he said, yeah, he's a crack broker. And I'm like, this is interesting. Crack I need to keep listening broker. to this. And uh, in the next sentence, was I Was everybody talking about you? Uh, oh, I wish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I realized they were saying crab. <gasps> <laughs> and, and, and my next thought was, of course, oh, I bet Becky knows this million dollar a day crab magnet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Would you describe yourself as a crab magnet? <laughs> well, that's what the ladies tell me. <laughs> um, that's amazing. I was so happy. Now I, I want. Now I want to change my my uh, Twitter handle to be Crab Broker. Yeah, or Crack Broker. Or Crack Broker. Either, either way, way. That's it was great. awesome. That's a great story. I love that. Um. So uh, this week uh, we're talking mermen. By the way, I just have to yeah. compliment you for Matthew. By the way, is in charge of doing the um, outtake at the end of our show, and I ha- I re-listened to the show so I can uh, post about it on Facebook. And he 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 left me going. Can I put my foot in your cereal box? <laughs> and I laughed so hard because I totally forgot I had said that to you off the air, sort of. And I, I got to laugh again because I forgot that that happened. <laughs> anyway, uh, I got someone saying to me that they'd kill me if they, if I, they ever saw me come over to their house and put my hand in their cereal box mm-hmm. like the way I did to you. I guess I just feel like your family. Like, um, would you do that to your family members? No. Yes. So am I actually, really a yes, heathen? Yes, I do that all the time. You're not a heathen. Of- like probably, probably before today is over, I will reach my hand into the cornflakes box. Do you think that like, like, it, you ever just like think you're okay and then find out that you've done something disgusting and then like oh, every day? Yeah. Like I didn't even think that that was so horrible, and then I got lots of blowback. Oh yeah. For putting my hand into your cereal box, which by the way, there was no cereal box. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you acting surprised? You were there. <laughs> Is this... He's like, what's happening? You mean, you mean like the cereal box was a metaphor? Uh, yeah. Okay, I get it. Hello, do you know me? Do you know our show? Yeah. 
Oh, no. I, I, Nothing means what it do is. Do you recommend the show? I, I haven't listened. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, remind me again who goes first. Am I right that we're talking God, about Merman? Every time you go first. Okay. Yeah, Merman. Okay. And to the listeners, Apple. they're like, wise first? Because they think we just do one of these at a time, but we oh, actually record two at a the time. The listeners are so fucking out of the they loop. They don't know anything. Let's yeah. insult the listeners. First rule of podcasting to build yep. your fan base. Insult your listeners. Um, I yeah. got. I wrote well, that book. I mean, <laughs> four people read it. <laughs> insult, insult. First step one: insult the listeners. Insult the listeners. Um, well, it's our, our listeners don't have time uh, for. Wait, what was it we were accusing them of? I already forgot. Wow, what is wrong with you? You, <laughs> you know, we need to take you to a phrenologist. <laughs> well, I just had my Japanese lesson, and my brain Your is completely brain is, fried. Is mush. It's can like, you can you recommend any mindless entertainment? No, but I I had my because o- I can. I, had, I taught my okonomiyaki class last night. Oh, how did that go? It went great. And your brain is reminding me of what that mountain potato looked like as I grated it into its snotty ooze. Nobody listening has any idea what you're saying. Well, I just describe what happened. Okay. It's a vegetable that when you grate it, it goes into snotty ooze. Yep. Everyone in the class was so disgusted. Oh, it was I bet. the best moment ever. Oh. Yeah. You should just do that in every class, no matter what the topic is, just on principle. Yeah, we decided that there was four states of matter. <laughs> and, <laughs> and mountain potato was a fourth. <laughs> what about Mountain Dew? Is that one? <laughs> Uh, okay, so today's book is Mermen by uh, Mimi Jean Pamphilov. Oh, you say it to me again. I know. I'm so happy. Like, yeah. The, it used to be you had to like call a 900 number to get someone to whisper pamphlet <laughs> off to you. It's sort of just, wait, just for a second. I know you want to get get into it, but like, I doesn't want to it, get sh- into this book. Okay, sorry, no, one second. One, in, one interruption. Doesn't it sort of, does it sound like food pamphlet Or does it sound like, it sounds like some sort of like d- Danish, type of Danish well, like a, pa- a pamphlet with tea, but, but it also it sounds like a stroganoff. Also, oh, it's the off that's getting me. Um, <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, it sounds like both a like a uh, Eastern European delicacy and like a made up name of an Eastern European character in I don't know a, a erotic novel. Or what, is it a figure skating move? Oh, that could absolutely be. I mean, it's it, like an unintentional or a dive. Or a dive. <laughs> it's like she did an inverted pipe position pamphlet. I think so. <laughs> Um, oh, wow. I'm, I can't wait for the next Summer Olympics. It's in the Kama Sutra. MMF pamphlet. If your pamphs aren't already off. Merman. Chapter one. Who's it by? Shut up. Okay, now no more interrupting. I want to read this book, and I don't want to be interrupted. You're forgetting what our show is. I completely. I don't know where I am. Bump, bump. Okay, crack what? dealer. <laughs> yeah, I need a couple of bumps. What the fuck was that? Twenty-nine-year-old Leave Stratton sat up in her sagging life raft, trying to stay conscious. Leave. You know, <laughs> Leaf? I, uh, Liv. L I V like Leave Tyler. Or Liv, Liv. I get Liv, sorry. It's okay. Liv Stratton sat up in her sagging life raft trying to stay conscious. (laughs) I don't think it's really nice to describe this character as a sagging life raft. Better than an empty sack. I guess. That was in last book. (laughs) Bump. There it is again. (laughs) Bump. It's annoying. (laughs) Liv's eyes skimmed the perimeter but saw nothing. Well, except the warm March sun glaring off an endless stretch of eerily calm North Pacific. Water, water everywhere, but not a drop to... From the corner of her eye, she caught a splash about 100 yards out. It appeared to be, wait, this, there's a lot of, I, this is not me trailing off. There's a lot of interruptions of the book, by the book. Wait, she leaned forward. Is that, is that, 
No, you did not just see a naked man swimming. The dehydration was playing tricks on her, making her believe she'd just seen a tanned, muscular form floating on his back. Everything on display. Oh, so, okay. So mer women just get a tail with no junk showing. Mer men have their just their dick flopping around. Oh, like I a- forgot to mention something about this book, um, which is that the uh, on the Amazon page, one of the taglines was, "These evil mermen don't have tails. They're deadly as hell, and they've got something he wants." So does their penis have a flipper at the end of it? Like, how do they propel themselves? Yes, definitely. What makes it a merman versus just some creepy dude floating on his back? Uh, Maybe he can breathe underwater. That's a scuba diver, though. Um, (laughs) There's probably a scuba romance, right? Just another example of the patriarchy at work here. Oh, yes, of course. Um, We can't walk on land, but no. Yeah, and, well, I mean, like... Again, we're not going to be able to get through this episode without uh, talking a lot about mermaid physiology, okay. right? I want to know like, all about like it. Like our friend Alex Falcone. Yeah, we want to know all about so it. so much. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're hallucinating again. Liv sighed and flopped back onto the raft, shoving her sticky dark hair over her eyes to block the sun from her face. I'm so thirsty. I'm so thirsty. Oh, God. Oh, stop it. I'm so thirsty. Stop it! That wasn't in there that time. You did that extra. It had been 10 days since the fishing boat capsized in a storm, taking with it the crew of eight to the bottom of the ocean. Now she wished she'd gone with them instead of having been ordered into the life raft. What about your crew? What about you? She'd screamed over the roar of wind and relentless waves pounding the side of the vessel. Captain Harris, a man in his late 70s with a weather-beaten face, flashed his crooked teeth. We are men of the sea, my dear. Here we live, and here we die. Here we will die. So they they got... Like, do you want your captain to be, like, from central casting? No. Is that good? No. I think it's bad. Uh-uh. Um, yeah. Moments after boarding the raft, lived... Also, I want Captain Harris to be the main character of this book. <laughs> the 70-year-old man flopping around in the... Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe... As the merman. <laughs> that's right. Maybe maybe he uh, he survived miraculously. Turned and, into a merman. And turned into a merman, and now he's just, like, floating around <laughs> on his back with, like, something sticking She's up into the so air. so thirsty. Moments after boarding the raft, lived, Liv watched in helpless terror as the fishing boat disappeared into the depths of the North Pacific, taking those men with it. They were fathers, sons, brothers, and husbands. She'd gotten to know each and every man during the interviews she'd conducted over her three weeks aboard as an observer, and they were good, good men. Okay, right. Good. Good, 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 good men. men. She did all of them, right? <laughs> That's what we're to assume. They were good men. But, <clears throat> but all she could do was watch them die as she hung on for dear life, the violently rolling waves tossing her raft around like a wet sock in a dryer. Why wouldn't they come with me? Why? She'd asked herself that question over and over again. But in the days ahead, baking in the afternoon sun and shivering through the windy nights, Liv realized the captain never would have left his ship and his men never would have left him. They were a family as close-knit as any, and it was the reason she'd chosen them as subjects for her dissertation. That, and Captain Harris, who had been a friend of her father, didn't mind the intrusion. Is this... I haven't seen the movie Captain Phillips. Is I Then... We, probably this is what it's about, right? <laughs> Sounds okay. good to me. I thought Moby Dick. It's it, well, it's a movie about... It's a dick movie. <laughs> Liv glanced at the empty plastic bottle to her side and felt her parched throat aching and burning for the water that was long gone. It had been the only provision she'd managed to grab during the storm, and not nearly enough. 
You're dying, Liv. Accept it. Just let go. You're talking yourself in the third person, Liv. It's over. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you've, you've First time. <laughs> you've become uh, annoying. <laughs> She'd said her tearful goodbyes this morning to her mother, father, and two sisters, Krista and Dana, when delirium had convinced her that they were real. Have you ever hallucinated? Um, yes, when I uh, uh, ate too much edible pot. Uh-huh. And what, what did you see? Um, I The ceilings went up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I actually heard, this is a long story, a longer story yeah, that no, you no, already please, know, please. but the doctor that was there from the ER, from the ambulance, because right. that also happened, the same story, he was saying something like, uh, I'm going to take your blood pressure, and I heard, I'm going to vomit in your mouth. Oh. <laughs> you know that story. I do, yeah. <laughs> But I forgot. It was a really long, gonna, long, bad night. I'm going to block it out again right now. <laughs> but of course, they hadn't been real. Her family was safe in Wrangell, Alaska, probably mourning her death. Oh my God, death. I've been there. Yeah? I've been to Wrangell, Alaska. A lot of mermen? Totally. <laughs> More, probably mourning her death along with the crew's families. Soon they'll be right to mourn. Liv suddenly felt another bump, followed by a violent gust <sighs> of wind. Liv sat up again, but this time she saw something unexpected. Land! Golden <laughs> golden sand. Black volcanic rocks jutting from the water. Thick green vegetation spiked with colossal pine trees. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Liv gaped at the shore, pinching her sanity. Pinching her sanity? <laughs> I'm just reading the book. Is that a body part? <laughs> I guess. Where do you think the sanity is located? Right between the eyes. I guess. How is this possible? There were no land masses for a thousand miles in any direction from the spot where the fishing boat went down. She, oh, she... asked herself, how could I possibly see this, Liv? <laughs> no, she wasn't a map geek, but she wasn't a slouch in geography either. Okay, I've decided Pamphiloff is our new favorite author, and we're going to be going back to her many times. Are you a map geek? <laughs> I'm kind of a map geek. You're a geek of all kinds. <laughs> I'm a geek for well, all seasons. It'd be, be easier for you to say what you're not a geek of. Um... Sports. <laughs> True that. <laughs> um, when uh, uh, when she says land masses, she's talking about mermaid dong, right? Mermaid dong. Mermaid dong. <laughs> you said mermaid dong. <laughs> Whatever. And I'm going to hold you to that. And That's it's fine. Been recorded. Okay. How and many mermaid dong do you think that there are on a mermaid? Mermaid. As many as the mermaid wants. Okay. Um. I mean, like, I mean, she might, she may have her own or she may ask people to put them on her, whatever. Oh, oh, I see. see. And it wasn't possible to have floated back to Alaska or any other land for that matter. Wait, this can't be real. It can't be. Yes. Another goddamned hallucination. She placed her hand over her empty stomach and burst with laughter. Why not let me die? She mumbled toward the sky, unsure of who she was speaking to. God? The universe? She didn't know, and she didn't care. But to die like this wasn't fair. She was a good person who'd tried her best. And you know how life is. <laughs> yeah. Only bad people die. In so shipwrecks. this isn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone who died on the Titanic. Bad people. Yeah, sin. Uh, <laughs> she was a good person who tried her best. Family, oh, friends. She saved. I tried my best. Well, oh. I, I think she is. Family, friends, strangers she met at the women's shelter where she volunteered. Oh, Didn't shut matter who. Up. Kill she, her off. She always Kill gave what off. she could to everyone. I hate her. She always gave what she could to everyone. Uh-huh. I like What her. do you mean by that, Matthew? Uh, because life was all about relationships, friendship, and I love. I hate her. <laughs> She's the single most annoying it human was being. One... <laughs> it was what had drawn her to soci- sociology for her doctorate. What had drawn her? Drawn. <laughs> that was, that's on me. <laughs> it was what separated humans from animals. I was a sociology major, and I refused to be associated with her. 
What drew? What draw you? <laughs> Liv was about to lie back again when she suddenly noticed a naked man with long black hair em- emerging from the waves onto the beach, her imaginary beach. Oh, that's a euphemism. <laughs> Liv rubbed her eyes, but the island was still there. Oh my God! She cupped her hands over her mouth. He's real. Liv started waving her arms in the air, trying to scream, but couldn't manage anything above a raspy whisper. Is, is she going to pinch his sanity? <laughs> I guarantee. Oh, God, please, please turn around and look at me. Instead, the man grabbed a piece of black cloth from the sand and dried off, looking like he was about to head into the forest, skirting the edge of the beach. I feel like we're getting much less physical description of this guy than we deserve. Absolutely. Don't you? Yeah, okay. and, and we have more description of the black cloth than we have of I him. know. Okay, hopefully we'll get there. Uh, but first, we have to take it to a break. Okay, I cannot wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, what was the previous pamphlet? Was it, was it a Christmas? Was it Santa Baby, I Want a Bad Boy for Christmas? Was that pamphlet? I just want you to keep saying pamphlet. I'm gonna put I think that, it was. I'm gonna put that, I think I already put that in uh, things that we should say more to each other. Pamphlet? <laughs> I don't care. All right. Uh, you know, can I just say something? Just We're back. <laughs> yes. We're back. Do you, I, I, I know sometimes I get annoyed by strange things, but do you ever get annoyed by when you're reading a book and they say the person's name so many times? Sure. Like, not that they can use she a gazillion times. Every once in a while, they have to say Liv. But every time you read Liv did this and then Liv did that, I get a little mildly annoyed. Uh, when you said that, you sounded it sounded like you were starting to, uh, to rap. Liv did this. <laughs> and Liv, Liv did, did that. that. Liv did it all around the, ba- I don't know. Around the back? Back? <laughs> I can't I, rap. Probably she did. <laughs> um, it, it gets lonely on a boat and there's like eight uh, taut... Um, ropey. Where are you going? <laughs> I'm going back to the boat because that's okay. my happy place. Uh, no, no, no. Don't go. She started to paddle, but that was when she noticed the cold water pouring in through a tear along the bottom of the raft. What? What the hell? Bump. Oh, no. Not bump again. Do you think Her- when they have sex, they're just going to be like, bump, bump, they're, a bump, they're bump, 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 bump. Her body jolted once more and then a large gray fin popped from the water. Oh, shit. This time the words came out loud and clear. Suddenly, the colossal man turned in her direction. Colossal man. Colossal man. I imagine, like, colossal isn't isn't a generous adjective. It just means huge. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Massive, mighty. But ma- massive and mighty sound colossal. I mean, it could be, I, I think, failure. Su- sumo think wrestler. Colossal, colossal failure. failure. <laughs> yes, the colossal failure of a man turned in her direction. <laughs> He stared for a moment and then dove headfirst into the waves. His muscular arms exploded from the water with each powerful stroke, pulling him closer and closer at a speed that wasn't humanly possible. Where's the fucking fin? Go back. I don't know. <laughs> Go back, she tried to yell, but only produced a throaty whisper. No, no, please turn back. All she could do now was hope that her salvation was a fantasy or that if he wasn't, the shark wouldn't kill him or oh, her. Oh, oh, go back means... Like, I... Uh, don't rescue me because you're just going to get eaten by the shark also. Which was his butt fin. Maybe. We don't know. Oh, we don't know. It could actually be a shark. Okay. Two large hands popped from the water and gripped the side of the raft. If she'd had the strength to gasp, she would have. The man's face appeared just inches from hers, and it was exquisite. Chiseled. Short black beard and dark green eyes surrounded by long lashes. Ropes there of you go. wet black hair snaked Sperm. down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You can't even go on. <laughs> Ropey, go ahead. Yeah, ropes of wet black hair snaked down his deeply bronzed, power, bronzed, powerful-looking shoulders. 
How the fuck did you get here, woman? He growled while studying her, his thick lips lacking any sign of warmth or reassurance. I don't think that's his voice. Okay, okay let, let's hear it. How the hell did you get here? <laughs> do your Percy Giggly Legs okay. voice from last episode. How the fuck did you get here, woman? <laughs> Much more fun. Let's okay. do that. All right. Of course, she didn't have the mental clarity to respond. Well, he said, if you live, maybe you'll save me from the collection, capital C. Waste of fucking time. Colle- oh, now you're gay. I, yeah, sorry. Collection. K? With a capital C. Oh, C. Sorry. <laughs> the, if it was the capital K, it would be like a Russian spy. Right, thing. that's what I right. thought you said, and I was like, what's that? Um, I'm going back to the mayor. My okay. <laughs> Liv now had no doubt in her mind that she was still hallucinating. Large, beautiful men didn't paddle around in the middle of the ocean and strike up random conversations. Bump. Stop it! Seriously? <laughs> the man's body jerked to one side. He winced and then glanced over his shoulder before being yanked beneath the surface. Oh shit. Oh shit. The shark. She used her last ounce of energy to flip to her stomach. There was no sign of her manly hallucination, but red liquid clouded the water and circling the raft. She wanted to scream, but she could barely swallow, let alone make a sound. Is he, wait, is he going to come up with the, the shark in his mouth? <laughs> I think I think you're real close. Okay. (laughs) Large bubbles surfaced next to her, and then the man's head reappeared. He half gasped, half growled. Fucking shark bit my ankle. He swung his arm and flung a large gray mass right into her raft. What the fuck? The shark flopped around, the lower half of its jaw missing and gushing blood. He punched a shark. Oh. Liv stared, unable to believe there was a ten foot shark bleeding out in her raft. And now we've got dinner. The man smiled at her, but it was a cold, calculating sort of smile that didn't touch his eyes. Can we take a break? I'm getting hot. <laughs> By the way, welcome to El Corazon. My heart. The, the heart. Mm-hmm. This is good. Chapter two. Okay. <laughs> it's about to get worse. <laughs> Rescue hopes abandoned for Alaskan fishing boat. Nine lost at sea. Late yesterday, U.S. Coast Guard abandoned efforts to locate survivors from the Alaskan fishing boat Sons of the Sea. Coast Guard representatives stated that the unseasonably rough waters experienced in the North Pacific, blah, 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 etc., aboard were 29-year-old Olivia Stratton, who had been observing the crew as part of her sociology dissertation, and, <laughs> wait a minute, didn't it say she already got her doctorate? She, she's working on okay, her doctorate. all right. I love that that's what you're, you're, you're tripped up on right now. <laughs> From beho- I'm trying to, I'm still <clears throat> imagining that he has ankles, so I'm still- Yeah, yeah, okay. From behind the antique desk in his 20th floor corner office situated in downtown Seattle. Seattle? Yeah. Hometown, hometown flair. Rowan Doran, R-O-E-N. 98122. Yeah. I'm, I'm the, I'm the O2. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. I still okay, like we you. can't be friends anymore. I still like you. <laughs> no, sorry. You're from the, you're from the wrong side of the tracks. Rowan Doran. That's a that's a four letter romance Rowan novel. Doran? Rowan Doran. Rowan Doran. Rowan Doran. Rowan Doran. Glanced at the picture of the woman mentioned in the newspaper article. Too bad she was pretty. Oh. <laughs> no, this, this is a great guy. He, he's got something for everyone. Hey, Hypnotic- what a nice piece of ass goes down. Uh, that's the worst. <laughs> Like when <laughs> he got uh, that, that's his thing. He like he has a Google alert for, for shipwrecks, so he can jerk off to shipwreck victims. That's terrible. I, I was with I, you until you said that last part. I, I know it's no, no one should ever do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, too bad she was pretty. Hypnotic dark eyes surrounded by thick lashes, full lips, and high cheekbones. An even greater shame, however, was the cargo vessel bound for Shanghai he'd lost in that same storm. A $100 million state-of-the-art ship gone. 
Frankly, he didn't fucking buy it. Ships didn't disappear like that. Oil slicks, debris, human remains. Something would have floated to the surface. Maybe some, Oil slicks? Maybe That's some, weird. Maybe some hot human remains. Oh. <laughs> maybe if the goddamn Coast Guard hadn't been so damn busy looking for that piece of shit fishing boat, they might have found his ship. Right now, it's probably docked somewhere in Indonesia. It's $10 million cargo being sold on the black market. And the crew of 35 likely executed. Mm. And some of them were really good looking. <laughs> so this is a real tragedy. <laughs> It was the first time one of his ships had been pirated, and it will be the fucking last. Have you ever been pirated? <laughs> no, but I want to do a new Tinder site where you swipe right for the hotties that went down on fishing boat accidents. <laughs> you ever gone swipe down on a fishing left, boat? Swipe left. For, <laughs> swipe left if they're over 40. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Not only would he double up on armed escorts through international waters, but he would find those SOBs and have their asses hauled off to some fuckhole of a third world country where bribes were welcomed. He'd pay to have those men beaten and hanged as a message to anyone else who might think his ships were an easy target. So America, basically. Yeah, yeah. These third world back. (laughs) And then he would jerk off to that. Suddenly, a familiar wave of sharp pinpricks washed over him and his chest tightened. It wasn't a heart attack. At 34, he was far too young and far too healthy for that. But it goddamn felt like one and had been going on for weeks. It's probably stress, Rowan. When's the last time you took a vacation? His doctor had asked a few days ago after Rowan finally broke down and went for a visit. Rowan had told the SOB to mind his own damn business. Just send my blood work results to my assistant. Everything had come back clean, just as he thought. So what was really the matter with him? Bump. Bump. <laughs> he's being, his, his chest is being gnawed on by a shark, but he's so self-involved he hasn't noticed yet. Uh-huh. Okay. Rowan do, threw down the, the copy of the Times on his desk atop the other papers he read each day to keep current. God damn it, I can't breathe. Loosening his black tie, he stood and walked over to the large window overlooking the shimmering evening cityscape of glass and, te- and steel. Whatever this thing is, it felt like his own personal pestilence. He couldn't even get his dick hard this morning with whatever the hell her name was that he'd brought home last night. Or had she brought him home because he was too pissed on scotch? Doesn't fucking matter. Maybe it was time to take a break. He hadn't taken a day off in ten years. Did you say personal pestilence? Um, yes. Yes, I did. Whatever the thing was, it felt like his own personal pestilence. That's something I never heard. I'm not sure why I just went by that like it's normal. There was a faint, recognizable knock on his door. What is it, Sherry? The petite Asian woman entered, quietly closing the door behind her. Sir, she said, holding out a sealed white envelope marked personal, along with a stack of papers. I know you asked not to be bothered, but I'm leaving for the day, and this just came for you. It's from your lawyer in Chicago. His lawyer? Phil usually called or emailed when something came up. Phil. This is reminding me a lot of the art of the deal. (laughs) Like, this is is practically the same guy. You think? Well, it's like, it's all stuff going on in his office that nobody could possibly care about. Or relate to. Like, you know, I called my lawyer, Phil. He's the best in the business. And he's a Jew, you know? (laughs) Uh, And something always came up. With the largest fleet of cargo vessels in the world and 100,000 employees operating in over 120 countries. Yeah, this this guy is the Trump. He's the Trump of boats. I want to go back to the, the dehydrated lady. I know. Um, well, we're, yeah, we, we got a couple minutes left. Should I see if I can skip forward to when she comes yeah, back? Okay. Yeah. Um, just look for a bump. Yep. Uh, lying on a hard floor, her body screaming with pain, Liv awoke on her back and stared up at a beamed ceiling. 
Dear God, where am I? Where is she? She lifted her Dear head God. slowly. The room with quaint French windows reminded her of a beach bungalow she'd once stayed at. Only this home, whoever it belonged to, was sparsely decorated. That's the sign of a merman home. Wow. Uh, no pictures on the light gray wood paneled walls. No light fixtures either. Just two hand-carved chairs and a small wooden table in the corner. Water. I need water, she thought, once again feeling herself drift out of consciousness, the room beginning to fade to black. She knew she only had minutes left if she wanted to live. Her heart rate was rapid, her body <laughs> shivered, and every muscle spasmed. No one knows this, that maybe, they only have minutes left I to know. live from dehydration. Like, well, I mean, maybe, no if, one knows this. maybe if like a, a super villain is about to shoot you. Yeah, that's the only, but not like in her situation. Like, I'm going to spend five minutes telling you my whole plan, right. and then I'm going to shoot you. I have 120 seconds until I die from dehydration. Maybe you're dead already. Of course, she'd, she'd thought the same this morning when a strange man tore part of a shark's head off and then towed her raft to shore like some bizarre dream. Oh, God, I'm so thirsty. Why hadn't the man given her water? That question was more important than any of the others, but dying did that to a person, made everything else feel trivial. Shut <laughs> up. Die already. <laughs> Where she was or how that man had managed to slay a shark with his bare hands were questions that would only matter if she lived. I'm sorry. If I, if I were in this situation, I would be thinking about how that guy punched a shark. I would be getting off my ass and getting a glass of fucking water. Yeah. I mean, she just find the Brita. <laughs> the front door swung open and sunlight, sunlight poured in from behind the tall, strong silhouette of a nearly naked man. Nearly naked? What, what's on That black cloth? Yeah. Strong silhouette of a not naked enough man. <laughs> Why is she covered in blood, said another man with a deep authoritative voice from somewhere outside. I killed a shark. It got messy. The man standing in the doorway shrugged. But you'd better decide about her quickly. If I had a dollar for every time I said that. Do not push me, Shane, said the man Shane? outside. Shane? No, that's the not the right. The guy in the doorway is no, Shane, that's... she thought. No, no. No, Shane, it's, it's a very nope. common merman name. No, wrong name. You, uh, look... Matthew, I, wrong I know name. you say some of your best friends are merfolk, but you you haven't you didn't grow up with merfolk like Shane I did. Shane is definitely not a dude's name. <laughs> All right, um, so that that was merman. I'm enjoying this. Maybe we should like do another episode continuing. We could do that. We sure could. Um, yeah, I mean, we could read the whole book if if you want. We can't. We just do the look inside Kindles. I know you're right. I don't have the whole book. <laughs> right. Um, but it says there's 13 minutes left in this book, mm. so. All right. Uh, what do you got for us next time? Okay. Well, um... <sighs> oh, we didn't do a game. I was going to say, like, could we figure out what type of uh, paranormal creature hasn't yet appeared in a romance? Oh. Um, I think... Snuffleupagus. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. Oh, wow. A Snuffleupagus romance. Oh, those trunks. <laughs> <laughs> they form a heart when they make love. <laughs> That's that, that's that's funny because it's true. <laughs> um, okay, oh, wait, and that's thought, the end of our game. <laughs> I thought Snuffleupagus was was in love with Big Bird. Well, you know. Yeah. Oh, they're on the DL. Mm -hmm. Okay. I wasn't gonna say that. Um, and yeah, and that was our game. So, what do you got for us next time? <laughs> um, I have. Um, I'm kind of serious. I sort of really want to keep doing this book and for like another Why don't episode. We, we, can, we can come back to it. Also, okay. there are so many more books in the Mermen series. Okay. I don't know how many exactly, but I think okay. a bunch. But I really like pamphlets. Well, you'll be, though, then you'll be pleased to know that all the other Mermen, Mermen books are also by pamphlets. <laughs> pamphlets. I can't find my damn book. I always do this. Oh, all I have in my notes is personally giggly legs. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, the sequel to Merman is called Mer Madman.
No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. I refuse to accept that as truth. My book is the billion. <laughs> oh, also, book- wait. I'm sorry. I have to say one more thing. There's uh, there's a long like uh, message from the author at the beginning of this book about how. If um, if you've downloaded this book uh, for free, uh, a pirated version of this book for free, you are literally helping terrorists. It doesn't say that. It yes, you don't know who's making money off these pirated books. They could be terrorists, organized criminals, or just greedy bastards. But one thing we do know is they are criminals who don't care about you, your family, or me and mine, and their intentions can't be good. This really makes me want to pirate a pamphlet off book. <laughs> I want to like just to see what happens. <laughs> oh my gosh! But no, we would never do that. Of Instead, we not. would just download the free sample <laughs> and, and put it on a public show, right? Okay. So everyone, go buy a pamphlet or two. Um, I think pamphlet could also be a form of currency. Oh yeah, like that—that'll be three three pamphlets. <laughs> okay, the next book is *The Billionaire's Virgin* by Penny Wilder. Mm-hmm, definitely a real name. Definitely not her real name. <laughs> Um, uh, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Yep. Uh, visit us at lookinsidethisbookclub.com. It's our home on the internet. It's our homepage. No one says homepage anymore, do no, they? Uh-uh. That was That was such a big thing in like the 90s. I said, uh, I was really sleepy the other night, and I said to April something about the World Wide Web. <laughs> <laughs> the World Wide Wait, am I right? <laughs> um, and, oh, facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, uh, which uh, this week stands for uh, Look Inside This... Oh boy! Uh, nothing, nothing maritime. This uh, crustacean. Uh, this, oh yeah! Look this, inside this, this uh, buff crustacean. Buff crustacean. Nice. Yeah, that took teamwork. All okay. right. See you next time. Bye bye. Just a real old bag of vinegar. <laughs>